Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever edition of the Third and a Mile podcast. I'm your host, Preston Tracy, and today I'll be discussing the college football landscape as we approach week 11 of the college football season. Moreover, we'll kind of get more into Michigan and Penn State state of the program as those are to be the two main teams we talk about this week. And we'll get started right away with the Michigan Wolverines. The Wolverines are 1-2 and two with losses to our arch-rival Michigan State and a team they haven't lost in over 30 years in Indiana as many Wolverine fans have called for the job of Jim Harbaugh as, he, again, they've really struggled to open up the season. The struggles haven't been totally on their quarterback as if you would have told me that start off the year if Michigan really started to struggle, I'd say it's probably because they don't have consistent quarterback play. As Joe Milton has played, I'd say, pretty decent, especially what I've watched. I mean, the offense has sputtered a bit outside of the Minnesota game, but it hasn't been totally on him. I mean, four touchdowns on the year, almost 1,000 yards passing, and he has looked pretty confident and comfortable, but he hasn't had a lot of open receivers downfield, and that defense has not been able to stop a soul this season. As long as the run game hasn't been great, and again, his receiver core is just young and inexperienced. He really only has one really good, talented option that seems to make plays for him and Ronnie Bell down the field. And their running game has been a little disappointing with Tazan Haskins and and Charbonnet and um, Blake Corum. But, again, I think more of Michigan's issues have been on the defensive side of the ball. But, again, they've kind of been a little predictable on offense. I know a lot of people aren't in love with their offensive coordinator, but, again, I think it's more on the defense. And Don Brown, is, Don Brown is, just as much as Jim Harbaugh has been scrutinized at Michigan, Don Brown has been too. I mean, what I thought coming into the year as one of the better defensive coordinators in the country that Michigan defense has really struggled. Obviously, Don Brown's kind of MO is press man on the outside, and if you're going to beat the Wolverines, you have to win in press man, and the issue for him and the Wolverines this season is everybody except for Minnesota has beaten the Wolverines, and they've destroyed that press man coverage. I mean, just annihilation, especially Michigan State, a team that really doesn't have a great quarterback, really struggle on offense for the last five years at least. And, I mean, they just ran up and down the field on the Wolverine secondary. I feel like they, the secondary played a little bit better last week against uh, Indiana, but, again, gave up a lot of yards, and, like, it wasn't saying they played better is being a little generous as they still got, again, up and down the field as Indiana beat the Wolverines for the first time in over 30 seasons. Well, and I guess the main thing we're going to talk about today is should Jim Harbaugh lose his job at Michigan? Obviously, the struggles against they're big competition. They're I think one and six at home against their, their three main or their two main rivals and uh, three main rivals I should say Penn State, uh, Michigan State, and Ohio State really struggled in big games under Jim Harbaugh, and they have yet to beat the Buckeyes anywhere in the Mich- and the Jim Harbaugh excuse me era in in Ann Arbor. So I mean, that's kind of the big thing coming into the season for Jim Harbaugh that he was taking scrutiny for. Obviously he was kind of on the hot seat already entering the season, and then two just unfathomable losses to, again, Indiana and Michigan State. And Don Brown, and I kind of harped on this earlier, but his struggles defensively, or the struggles defensively have been just unforeseen and just glaring for the Wolverines this season. My honest opinion on Jim Harbaugh is I think the talent in Michigan is pretty good. I mean, you look at their recruiting rankings, they're in the top 10 on the yearly basis. I mean, they got five-star safety and Dax, Daxton Hill back there. I mean, for the secondary that struggled so much, they have some talented players back there. 
some talented players that they didn't have under the Brady Hoke era in Ann Arbor. But again, the struggles have just been head-scratching, to say the least. I mean, yeah, again, the quarterback hasn't been playing horrible. And just the defense has been so bad. They got Kenny, or you got Pay, I forget his first name, on the outside, along with McGroin, outside linebacker. I mean, they should have been getting some decent pressure. Pay, a projected first-round draft pick off the edge. But, man, that secondary has just been, or Quiddy Pay, excuse me, that's his name, Quiddy Pay, um, has just really struggled really struggled this season so I mean I guess to kind of finish harping up on the Wolverines for this week's edition I think they got a big game against Wisconsin this week obviously ranked 13th Wisconsin Jim Harbaugh's really struggled against the top tier opponents while he's been in and really struggled they've beaten almost everybody else that hasn't been really good I mean they no really bad losses except for the Michigan State one and that's kind of been like the one silver lining for Michigan fans is other than the Michigan State game they have really not had much issues losing to teams worse than them. But again, the problem with Jim Harbaugh has always been beating the teams that are better than them. I think if you're a Michigan fan, you definitely waited out the rest of the year. And especially maybe one versus Wisconsin can change that. And especially during the COVID era, I think Jim Harbaugh deserves another year. I know. I, tell me what you guys think. Send me some uh, DMs on Instagram at the third and mile podcast. And if I if you just think I'm totally wrong, I can understand. I mean, Jim Harbaugh, again, hasn't really done a thing, especially for someone that's been kind of deemed as a savior of Michigan football. He He's really struggled to get things off the, the ground in Michigan. I mean, they've been good, but just definitely not great. Moving on to another team in the Big Ten, the Penn State and the Lions, a team under James Franklin that's been pretty good. I mean, again, they've been better than Michigan. They've been able to beat Ohio State. They've beaten Michigan but they just haven't been able to do it consistently enough. And, like, they just they just seem to be a peg below the Buckeyes in every category, really. And that's kind of the issue. And, again, an 0-3 start in Happy Valley. I mean, who could have expected that to start the season off with losses to Indiana? I mean, and especially against the game against Indiana, a game that some can say they didn't really lose because, I mean, it— it certainly appears that he may have been short. It would have been a very difficult call to overturn the field. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it was the uh, Indiana went for two in overtime to beat the uh, Nittany Lions, and they barely, by the nose of the football, got in, I guess, is what the referee's call. I thought he was short, but tough way to start the season for Penn State, and it has not gotten any better as they just got blown out by the Maryland Terrapins in um in College Park, I believe that game was played. They got blown out by the Terrapins, who haven't been good in a long time, although I think they're getting better. And then, obviously, they go to Nebraska this week, and this team that is 0-2 and had a tough loss against Northwestern last week. But, again, one of those losses was again to Ohio State, and I just do not want to see James Franklin after a loss in Nebraska if they were to lose this game this week. I mean, that would not, not be good for Penn State. I mean... And Penn State also got some bad news this week with uh, their star running back, uh, Journey Brown. He hasn't played this year, and unfortunately, we will not get to see Journey play again forever as he retired from football Excuse me, after a heart condition was found during the COVID testing process. And again, a very talented player that they sure are missing right now in Happy Valley. I mean, one of the best running backs in the country, I thought, last year, really, and especially that game against Memphis. Unfortunately, that was his last game he'll ever participate in. He was fantastic in that game. If you want to go look at highlights, that guy was really, really good. But, yeah, Penn State got a big game against Nebraska. I would not want to see 
James Franklin after a loss to her. Maybe his seat gets a little warmer if they were to lose to the Huskers in Lincoln, especially with the struggles the Huskers have had since joining the Big Ten. So to continue on, we're going to talk about some of the rest of the games this week. And one game that I really, really like is Indiana against Michigan State. Indiana is just a seven-point favorite. I just think that is crazy, especially after Michigan State just got annihilated by the Iowa Hawkeyes, a team that has been really struggling this year as well. I mean, just blown the doors off of um, and against the Hawkeyes in Iowa City. I really think Indiana, Tom Allen, one of the best coaches in the country, what he's done at that program, I mean, a program that is a full-on basketball school, has struggled forever. They've never been good in my lifetime. They've been at best okay, at best okay. And, man, he has turned this is by far the best team that I've ever witnessed at Indiana. I mean, I remember that I'm a Tennessee fan. If I didn't mention that already. And I remember they played against Tennessee in that bowl game last year, and they played really well. And obviously Tennessee's not that good either, but that should be their their mark, I guess. But a great win against Penn State to start off the season. Obviously, maybe a little lucky, but sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good. And, yeah, then they blew the doors off Michigan. And, again, a really highly ranked team that I think is going to, again, blow the doors off of the Michigan State Spartans, who have played better. But, again, they've they played one good game, and the other two were yikes against as Michigan State lost to uh, Rutgers, and they lost to Iowa in their other, and they're one and two. The other game I really like is I really like Notre Dame against Boston College. I know Boston College played well against Clemson in Death Valley, but again, Notre Dame just beat those Clemson Tigers. And again, talking about coaches that have done a great job, Brian Kelly, I I wasn't really on his bandwagon. I thought they were kind of overrated, and every year they just didn't play anybody else because they're, they're the independent, and they just haven't really played anybody. But man, was I sure proven wrong. What a win for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish last week as they were able to take down the Clemson Tigers. I mean, obviously, Kyron Williams and Ian Book. Ian Book played by far his best game in the Notre Dame uniform last week, and I really like them to continue against the Boston College team, who, again, talking about really good coaches. Uh, Hefley, uh, what's, I can't think of his first name. Hefley came over from uh, Ohio State. I believe he was the offensive coordinator. Came over and took over the Boston College job. And he has totally turned around that program, totally running a totally different offense with Phil Dracovic, um throwing the magic bean around and just really playing good football. I mean, obviously BC was that kind of ground and pound under, uh, under I can't think of their name, their last coach. I know he's at uh, Colorado State now. I'll, I'll, probably think of, I'll probably think of it later. But really turned around that program. And again, 5-3 and three and really airing it out more. But I... I do like the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to cover the 12-point spread against BC, a team, both teams, I think, are really on the rise. Well, I was going to have some more games this week, but again, a lot of postponements as I will get those for you. I know Tennessee against Texas A&M got postponed, the big one on CBS, after the Masters at Augusta National, straight from Augusta National to what was going to be a very rowdy uh no, I shouldn't say rowdy with the COVID protocol, but it was going to be a very exciting atmosphere, even with limited crowd in Death Valley to take, or as LSU was planning to take on LSU, or LSU was planning to take on Alabama, excuse me. And the other games that got canceled, Georgia against Missouri, a late scratch that happened, I believe, yesterday, and as well as Ohio State and Maryland. Those are the main four Power 5 games that got canceled. Oh, and, excuse me, Auburn-Mississippi State, the other Power 5 game that got canceled this weekend. So, as we wrap up the show today, uh, 
gonna be interesting to come back on this and see how I did with my picks and and then I think when we do our next show, it's going to be interesting to see how that Michigan-Wisconsin game and the Penn State-Nebraska game went, as I think both coaches could get. Well, for Penn State, I think it's a one that they need, just kind of get off the, the losing streak and kind of get look forward to the future, obviously, and just kind of get over that 0-3 start. And for Michigan, it could really help Jim Harbaugh get off the hot seat. It went against a Wisconsin team that might be a little undermanned considering they had all those COVID-19 positive tests. But it should be an interesting one there. And Unfortunately, we're not going to watch the Alabama-LSU game after the Masters, but it should be a very exciting week of college football. Thanks for listening. I know this is kind of a shorter episode than what I'll normally do. I'll definitely have post highlights of this weekend. And I hope you enjoyed the first episode of the Third Mile podcast. I'm your host, Preston Tracy. And again, if you have any questions or anything you want to mention or anything you want to say, don't be hesitant to let me know if I'm totally wrong about Jim Harbaugh or any other school that I talk about on this podcast. And if you want to DM me at the Third Mile podcast on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening and have a fantastic weekend. Thank you.